Big picnic meeting next weekend, looking ahead as the Hillsville Cup. Let's find out what's going to happen there. John O'Neill, he's been on air a few times on this station on programs. Our good friend takes our call from the Hillsville Race Club. How are you, John? Thanks for taking the call. I'm good, Andrew. I'm good. Under the circumstances that we're, um, we're all living in at the moment, we're pretty good. Well, you're a week away from your cup meeting. I did say that a lot of race clubs in recent times were increasing attendance, applications for the tier ratings that would allow them to have more people on track. I guess a week away from your cup now, you're just keeping a close eye on things because for you, you're just hoping you can still have, what, up to 1,000 on track at your cup next Saturday. Correct, yeah, that's correct. 1,000 people, and 1,000 people would be, would be good compared to what we, you know, we raced on the last meeting, so... What, uh, uh, last meeting will we you reach the 1,000? Will you, will you sell that out if you're allowed? Oh, well, we're getting close. Um, you know, as you know, like it depends on the next couple of days how the weather goes, but... Uh, yeah, we're getting very close. So that's, that's, a, that's an encouraging sign that people want to come back. Now, Bell narrowing up to 5,000 at their recent meeting. Other picnic clubs around your mark. Um, I'm not aware of totally how it all works. Is a jump from 1,000 to 5,000, or if you feel you could get 2,000, how does it work in terms of the numbers that yourself and Chris, the manager, apply for in terms of what you think you'll manage on track? Well, we had to work this out just after Christmas or just before the New Year, what COVID plan we would go for. So we've gone for a tier two and we've put in for up to a thousand people. Now we probably could have put in for up to five thousand, but let's be realistic. Um, the more numbers you put in for, the more stringent uh, your regulations on your on the amount of work you've got to do to accommodate that. Well, we're never going to accommodate, we're never going to get even a normal circumstance, five thousand people on a cup there. So we thought, in reality, in the times that we're in, we can handle a thousand with all the additional work that that means and moving fences. Bearing in mind, we've got this racing bubble. So it still segregates the track, which makes it a lot more difficult um, for the administration and the running of the races. You know? So separate toilets, we've got to bring in separate toilets, higher toilets. Um, allow for spillover from the ladies' jockey's room in case we've got a bigger number of ladies' jocks. Uh, so they've got separation. So you've got to remember all these uh, separations and distances got to be kept between people. And if you had a course, it normally takes, say, 4,000, but you say that you've got to have a you know one and a half metre between each one of them. Well, that's going to reduce your capacity quite a lot. You know, So we thought 1,000 is manageable and realistic. So that's where we're heading. Now, as I say, one of the roles I've done on this station is to pass on what clubs are doing in one race club to others so the industry knows and from your last Hillsville picnic meeting to this one coming up next weekend the ninth your cup you've actually tinkered with how you're locating the industry and the bubble just explain to us what you're doing okay so if you were at Hillsville the last time the public area was divided in two uh, there was two lots of fences with a moat in between the two and the horse racing industry could use the bottom. We've got two sets of toilets, uh, one down on the straight at about the 100-metre mark, uh, in line with the 100-metre finish, um, close to the finish. And so we allowed them to use that. Now, this time, we're going to take all our public areas back for the public and all the racing industry stays on the track. So the stables are, are isolated anyway, but anyone who wants to go up to the mounting yard or get on the track come in from the chute that we have that leads from the stables out onto the track. So that just means that the, the trainers, uh, the jocks, uh, strappers, anyone in that racing bubble 
will have to walk up the track to get to the mounting yard, whereas before they could come up through half of our, you know, basically up our straight in the public section, and we locked that off to our public, which was no good because you want to be in that area to, to watch the last furlong. And um, so it was hard watching the finishes of the races when our public areas were past the finishing post the last time. So this time, you're up on the rail, except you will have a six-foot-high temp fence uh, at the outside rail. So there's a six-foot-high, you know, so still fence, but not as bad as it was the last time with double fences and everything else. So, so your public were in more than one area, were they? Well, they were, but they were confined. But they, but they can't. On... They can't mix, can they? And I know you've been outspoken on this, and that's fine. Everyone has an opinion. You felt a lot of people, and maybe the picnic fraternity, the people that go to picnic racing, are those that never go to tab meetings or maybe more professional events. Not that that's the wrong term to use, but picnic meetings are run like professional events anyway. But a lot of that you were getting a few that were disheartened as to how the experience was. Just a few, though. No, it's very hard to have a picnic when you feel that you're inside a cage. And I think we are losing numbers because of that. And as long as the racing bubble is in place, we're always going to have these six-foot-high fences around, which then, you know, it takes away from the ambience and the feel of the picnic racing. You know, and the people, you're correct in writing to say that People who go to picnic racing are, you know, particularly people that don't particularly go to the other country professional re- uh, meetings. Um, they're a diehard crowd of people who just like to come roll up at their picnic and lay out on the lawn and enjoy a punt. And um, they're dedicated horse racing fans. Don't get me wrong. They'll punt everywhere around the place apart from the picnics. But, um, yeah, we do get a dedicated crowd of people, and that's quite a substantial crowd. The big, the big thing is out of families. So without the, without the kids' entertainment uh, and the run up the street and all those things that brings the families in, we're always going to be battling from behind while we're in these restrictions. So I thought you're not the first administrator that told me the makeup of how the tracks have been laid out and you used the term moat. You don't. You just. You don't actually create a moat and dig it up and put water there. Just because <laughs> no, I've had no, a few no, race don't. club officials say there's a moat between the track and the people. Is as I said, you're not building a moat just for a meeting due to protocols, or uh, no, no, it's not that sort of a moat. Oh, okay, but if it, what it means is there's there's two fences. So okay, right. The fence on the racing side, and then you create a separate fence back from that, two meters back. Uh, the logic to this is, and if you call it logic, is that an owner, to say, for example, is in the public area, can't lean across and shake hands with the trainer if his horse is one. And right. You know, I can't get up, you know, face to face and discuss tactics, okay. so that sort of stuff. When, when you said when you said a moat, I, th- I had visions of I watched all of those SBS Viking shows. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> I thought I thought I thought there was like uh, this, uh, you know, they build a water block, or I thought then someone might want to sneak into the other area. What they do is they build like a Trojan horse and leave it yeah, at the front yeah, entrance. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you, I know, and, it's, and it's, you wheel it in, they hop out. <laughs> we haven't gone quite, quite gone to Game of Thrones type standards yet, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, if I had a moat, there are certain people I'd love to chuck into it, but um, I'll stay away from that one. All right. The hey, John, great to chat to you. So um, you keep an eye on things, but I know you're a week away and we've got these cases now yeah. bobbing up, but at this yeah. stage uh, you've got a cap of a 1,000. You're going to sell close to that. People can buy tickets as we speak, and that'll yeah. be a comfortable number for you next week for your cup. Yeah, that's right. And the, and the thing about it is if you do come out, it's still a fantastic day. Like our last meeting, the weather was just perfect. The racing was perfect. And for the people who did come, and the, the numbers weren't great, 
they had a fantastic day because, you know, they had all the space in the world. They, they came with their, their groups or their families or whatever they did. And they sat around, had their own tables and everything else. And, you know, they had an enjoyable day. But, um, you know, it still puts off the, the people that go, say, every year we get... See, this is the other issue with picnic racing. You get people that say, I go to Hillsville every January. Or I go to Hillsville every December. Or I go to Hillsville whatever month it is. And that's their annual... That's what they do, and they meet up with their mates or their family, extended families, and they do that. They don't want to do that when they feel that there's too many fences around, too many restrictions, which worries me in the long term. That are we going to lose these people next year or the year after because they've made alternative arrangements, they've enjoyed something somewhere else? So the quicker we can get rid of this racing bubble, I know we're under a bit of a you know, cloud with the few cases we've had, but I'm very confident the Victorian government and our health officials will keep, keep that under control for us. Good luck next week with your cup, John. Always enjoy chatting to you. John O'Neill, Hillsville Cup. Why not get along next week?